Hello, folks, and welcome to Season 4 of FS Ride Along. I am your host, Nicholas, Nick Jack, whatever you want to call me. And I am back after a one-month hiatus, two-month, I'm not sure. Um, but I've been gone for a little while. Um, and in that little while, I was, before the break, really struggling with an addiction to flight sim, uh, that's really what it was, um, and it was significantly interfering with my life, um, and I brought it down now to the point to where it's not as much of an interference, it still causes issues, but it's not a full-blown addiction, um, and I'm having to work very hard to keep it that way. Um, and that was one of the reasons I took the hiatus. The other reason was I didn't have any guest books. Um, I have a couple best guests that I could turn to quite easily for interviews, um, but I'm choosing not to do that for the moment, um, just because I don't think that they really have a lot to contribute at the moment, and I'm kind of waiting uh, mainly for the Quality Wings 787 to come out and hoping that that'll kind of spur a whole new line of things for me um, and get me really back into the hobby full swing. Uh, I've just been kind of piddling around with it, you know, um, 10 to 20 hours, one week, 30 hours of flying uh, per week. Right now, I am in the middle of a 747 run from um, San Francisco to Sydney, and you would think that would mean that I'm back and I'm fully back into it, um, but I keep uh, moving away to do other tasks, um, you know, naps, whatever, um, because it's such a long flight, you have to kind of keep yourself otherwise occupied during the course of the flight. So, um, I'm still flying, that is the long and short of it. Uh, I'm just not flying as much, and I'm still not ready to commit to P3D version 4. Um, it's just, uh, financially, that's not a commitment that I want to make right now. Um, during the hiatus, I did spend some money on Flight Sim. Um, I bought the renewal package for PFPX for another year of weather and uh, nat tracks and all that good stuff because um, uh, I have been planning flights and I've been making mostly 737 flights, a few 777 flights. This is my first 747 flight in quite a while. So we'll see if I can actually remember how to land the thing. Um, takeoff was a problem. Something happened with the auto throttle system and instead of aborting like I should have done, um, I continued and ran off the edge of the runway and eventually got airborne. Um, I have a crash detection off, so uh, it didn't, it would have killed everyone, but it didn't uh, present that much of a challenge because I had crash detection off. So uh, I'm hoping that I still can get something out of this flight uh, with a good landing, so we'll see what happens. Uh, one of the things, one of the challenges I was facing for a while there was I seemed to forget how to uh, land or fly an airplane uh, in any regard. Um, and uh, that's where the term rust or the title of the episode came in, Rusty Bird, um, because I felt very much um, rusty, like I had lost my flying ability, um, and I had to really work in the 737 to get it back. Um, so that was part of what was fueling the decrease in hours uh, for Flight Sim for a while. And then there's just this element that, you know, 
there there is so much more to life than flight sim. Um, and if you spend a lot of time in flight sim, I encourage you to kind of step back and think about it for a minute. Um, because, you know, I, from, in my case, I don't have a lot of money each month. Uh, the fact that I would spend 100 to $125 on flight sim per month, that was a huge financial commitment for me. Um, I'm trying to think of how much I spent last month. I think I spent uh, 15 euro on flight sim last month for the PFPX renewal. Um, and in July, I think it was, I bought uh, uh, Flight Beam's uh, MSP. Um, and those are the things that I most re recently bought for flight sim. Uh, because I kind of made this commitment to, to myself, okay, you know, FSX is coming to its end, its natural end, and that's fine. Um, so I'm only going to buy a few more things. I'm definitely going to buy the 787 when it comes out. Uh, I was committing to, committed to buying Minneapolis. I've done that. So uh, off the top of my head, uh, the 787 is the only other add-on I want to buy for uh, FSX. It's tempting to buy uh, other things because there are still a lot of sceneries for FSX that I don't have. Uh, I have 44 sceneries as it is, but there are still a lot to be had. Um, I'm just uh, working very hard to, again, try and curb the addiction and try and uh, not invest in it. Um, we'll see if I can go the entire month of September without investing in flight sim. Uh, that is my goal. Um, and uh, that makes it, unfortunately, very hard to produce this podcast. So I'm not giving up. I'm not disappearing. Um, I've gotten two very nice pieces of feedback, which I greatly appreciate. Um, I'm very glad that you guys like this show. Uh, I'm not giving up. Um, I say it's uh, episode one of season four because I intend to uh, produce another 21 episodes uh, for a total season of 22 episodes. Um, that uh, may not happen. It may end up being 12 episodes um, because we have to remember that this occurs over the span of the year. So the way I have it set up right now, unless I decide to invest more money in the podcast at the moment, um, I can release approximately one 22-minute episode a month. Um, based on the way this episode is going, I may not need the whole 22 minutes, so I might be able to squeeze two out for five bucks this month, which would very much pay off. Uh, if you want to help, though, help produce the show, help make this show happen, there is a way to do that. Go to nicknackjack.net, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K.net, and in the welcome message there, you'll see a link to donate. Click on that. It takes you to a PayPal link. Uh, you can donate whatever you, amount you want in whatever currency you want. Um, and that helps me uh, pay for the show, really. Because that's, like I said, financial constraints are very big uh, in my personal life right now. So that's part of the issue, kind of limiting how many podcasts I can come up with. Uh, in addition to the fact that I'm kind of out of the hobby well, not, I'm halfway into the hobby. Uh, I wouldn't have, I didn't leave it. I just am not as enthusiastic as I used to be. Um, and for me, that's a healthy thing, like I said. Um, I do know of one huge news story that has come out uh, in the hiatus, and that is the release of the CRJ by Aerosoft. Um, it looks like a cool aircraft. Um, if you're into regional flying, 
Um, it's definitely a cool thing. Um, you know, no auto, auto throttle, so you have to be, you know, ready and willing to deal with the throttle. Um, the real CRJ doesn't come with one, so that's the way that is. Um, and I don't think it has auto land capability either, so it's uh, very much a manual, manually flown aircraft. Um, and of course, because it's a regional jet, um, and I don't know if they released the 700 or the 200. The 200 has somewhat longer range, um, but it does not have the, the CRJ does not have the flexibility of the Embraer, uh, the ERJs, the Embraer regional jets. Um, uh, if somebody comes out with a ERJ, I will be much more interested in that because you can do runs in an ERJ that are comparable to what you can do in a 737. Um, as it is, if I got a CRJ, um, you know, I could do runs like Boston to New York, um, maybe as far as Washington, D.C. to um, Boston, uh, Los Angeles to San Francisco, certainly, um, San Diego to San Francisco, maybe, uh, Los Angeles to Phoenix, Phoenix to um, Las Vegas, Las Vegas to Los Angeles. Um, those are the routes off the top of my head that I could think of that I could do with the CRJ. Um, and I'm just not really interested in those routes um, and, and getting an aircraft specifically for those routes um, with the additional knowledge that I have to manage the throttle. Um, I love the 737. The 737 is just fine for those routes. Maybe a little bit overkill, but uh, Southwest does, does flights to those cities that I mentioned uh, with the 737 all the time. So, yeah, it's not the ideal use of a 737, or a 737NG, certainly a 737, uh, the original 737, uh, and a 737 Classic are more geared towards those routes. Um, but, uh, nonetheless, I prefer the 737 when I'm doing short to medium haul routes, um, and obviously, uh, the 777 for long haul routes, and sometimes the 74 for long haul routes. So the CRJ just doesn't appeal to me. It's not in my market segment, um, not in my interest level, um, but I hear it's a very cool aircraft. So, uh, if you're in that market, definitely go check out the CRJ. I'm not sure how much it retails for, but uh, Aerosoft does a really good job with their Airbus air aircraft. Um, I'm still waiting on the 330. That might be another thing, depending on if they release it for FSX or not, that I pick up for FSX, because the 330 would be cool too, um, because the 330 kind of fills that medium haul market um, that I need filled. Um, I'm waiting on a 757 for FSX that would be nice if uh, they announced again that Level D was going to do, uh, was in beta with their 757. I'm hoping they release their 757 for FSX, the regular old edition of FSX. Um, probable that they will only release it for P3D though and you know if if an aircraft is going to be P3D exclusive it's going to have to be a damn good aircraft for me to get um, because yeah there are some you know all my most of my flight beam scenery um, and my uh, FS Dream Team scenery 
uh, you know, it doesn't matter, I don't have to rebuy it again if I'm uh, going into P3D. But uh, to go to P3D, I have to pay for P3D itself, which is 60 bucks if I use the license option that everybody's using, which we shouldn't be using. Um, so 60 bucks for the uh, for the simulator itself. Um, I'll need to start buying scenery for P3D, and obviously I'll need to buy the aircraft, which uh, is anywhere from 60 bucks to if I get my want to get my PMDG aircraft back, um, that could be as high as 120, I think, maybe into the 130s. I don't remember off the top of my head. So uh, those are my concerns. Those are the reasons uh, I don't want to go to P3D. Um, I'm just, you know, stick in the mud. I don't want to. Um, and, you know, again, I'm not investing money in flight sim in general, so I don't really want to pick up my pace on X-Plane either. Um, and then X-Plane has the same problem of, you know, I can get one of the Flight Factor aircraft. I know I'm getting a good aircraft. I feel pretty confident in buying a Flight Factor product. Um, but if I, you know, start going into X-Plane, then I'm going to have to get my 44 airports again. And I don't think there are 44 airports, major airports, released for X-Plane. Um, so that's the problem on the other side of the spectrum. So... Um, that's kind of the situation I'm in. Uh, CRJ looks interesting, but I don't want to pay 60 or 70 bucks to buy it. Um, it's, I'm just not interested enough. So, um, I don't know, guys. It's kind of an undramatic episode. It's wait for the 787. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the thing, and that's been the situation for a long time. Not as long as people waited for the CRJ, but still, it's been a long time. Um, they say summer... Uh, 2017, um, we only have, um, I think as I'm recording this, oh wow, it's the 4th, um, 18 days left of summer, of, uh, 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 astronomical summer, I think is the right term for that, um, so, uh, they're probably going to miss that, and that's okay. I'd rather have a good aircraft than have it be rushed out. Uh, I keep telling myself that. It's hard to wait, but, uh, I keep telling myself that, and I, you know, remind anybody that's eagerly and anxiously awaiting, uh, a product. Uh, you know, you want it to be good, so let the developer take the time, take their time. Um, we saw with TFDI's release what can happen if you get rushed. Um, and uh, we, I think TFDI learned a lot from that, and we as a community hopefully learned a lot from that. So um, I think that's pretty much it for now. I appreciate the feedback, like I said. Um, somebody was asking about uh, the FS Ride Along Season 1 and 2. Uh, season 2 was all YouTube videos. They were very poor quality. Um, it was basically the idea of you joined me for a flight, literally FS right along, you're riding along with me, um, like you would do on a Twitch channel, that sort of thing. Um, and I just haven't figured out, um, Open Broadcaster well enough to do that. Um, I have the computer capability, kind of, to do that, so I may do that again. Um, but again, my level of dedication to Flight Sim is not real high right now, so I probably won't do that. Uh, but the point is, the videos were bad enough to where I took them down, most of them anyway, um, from uh, YouTube. So that's what, ha that's what Season 2 was. Season 1, 
was uh, essentially a Twitch stream without the video. Uh, so it was just my audio uh, recordings of uh, what was happening, me narrating my flights and maybe talking a little bit about some things while I was flying. So um, Season 1 is in the main uh, Knickknack podcast feed. Um, you can find that by searching Knickknack Jack on, on uh, iTunes or whatever your favorite podcatcher is, uh, Google or whatever. Uh, tune in as well. Um, so search for that. It's way, 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 way back in the episode list. Um, we're talking probably 2013, maybe? Uh, I don't remember, but, uh, it was a long time ago. But if you're desperate enough for content, um, that is one place you can go to get it. Um, I would expect one to two podcasts a month at the moment, uh, with my $5 level. Um, probably gonna be more like one episode. Um, and I, like I said, I don't have a lot of guests lined up, so, um, it's mostly going to be opinion pieces and news commentary for the moment, uh, until I get, uh, otherwise inspired. But, if you have guest ideas, uh, contact information for guests, anything like that, send me an email, nicnacjak at gmail.com, that's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo, at golf mike alpha india lima dot charlie oscar mike until next time happy landings Okay.